Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I am Dean Maldonado, and with me is the oh-so-sweepy Michael Johnson. I'm so sweepy. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. I was trying to ridicule you, and now this just seems weird. <laughs> oh, great. I'm sitting across from a man-child. Thanks for tuning in. I'm wow. going to go play with my Gundam. <laughs> What's a Gundam? A man-child definitely wouldn't have that. What's a Gundam? It's those uh, Japanese robot things. We fought in the Gundam War. Gundam style. I thought it was Gangnam style. That's a different thing. Really? This is from like the 90s. Oh, God. Only 90s kids remember this. See, that's the big question is what is a 90s kid? Is it a Someone kid who was born who in the was 90s? Someone who was born in the 80s and remembers the 90s. What about a person who was born in the 90s and remembers the 90s? It doesn't exist. Why not? Because we deleted all the all the artifacts. Okay. 90s kids, we burned down everything. Okay. Bart Simpson. Okay. Bart Simpson was definitely not a 90s child. Seeing as Yeah, how, he was, dude. Seeing as how the Simpsons started in what? 1988. Uh, <laughs> false. Yes. They're much True. older than that. No, they started in 1988. What, is their own show? On the whatever show, the Susie B. Anthony hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Susan B. Anthony hour. You're right. Their their very first episode as The Simpsons was 89. Yeah. And the year before that, they're on the uh, Tracy Morgan show. Yeah, obviously. They're on the Tracy Morgan show and the uh, <laughs> the Jane Goodall hour. Hour. <laughs> Jane Goodall talks to Steve Irwin hour. Uh, That'd be a oy. great show. That would have been a great show. Just two people who fucking love animals just yeah. talking to each other about nothing related to animals. Sounds like a podcast. Does sound like a podcast. They what are we like talking that. about on this podcast, though? We're talking about, we're getting into it, baby, we're, because we're, we're done talking about the, what, the, the past with Snowden. We're talking about the real shit. Yes, yeah, so we're going to get into it. Uh, at this point... Edward Snowden is uh, was like 22 years old. Yeah. So bright eye and bushy tailed. He's like, I just want to be a patriot. World. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9/11 happened, and he uh, he just qualified and cleared the TSSCI and the full scope polygraph test, which gave him the highest clearance in the land. Yeah. Why not? Seems like an all right guy. Yeah. Now we just have to figure out what to do with those clearances, which um, most people say, get a job. <laughs> what? Doing what? Exactly. It's a good question. You need experience. Okay. How do I get experience? Well, this job requires three years of it. Is See, there- the government doesn't do shit like that. The government's like, hey, we have all these open positions. So what are you good at? We'll place you. Oh, really? I'm really good at recording stuff. We should. They're going to put you on the new mission to like weaponize pigeons. <laughs> like they did in Hollywood? No, they, they, they did it a while ago, but we can't do it anymore because we don't have any carrier pigeons. Right. We need some. You know, like the ones that used to deliver mail and like yeah. send letters? Like our that regular pigeons are like this big. Carrier pigeons were like fucking like Whoa. huge. They were like the size of like small falcons. What happened to them? We killed all of them. Good. What we do best. Exactly. We're very good at that. But so Snowden goes, uh, he goes back and forth uh, between wanting to be a systems administrator or a systems engineer. 
because classic, classic decision. Well, you got to think about it. So, a systems administrator is someone who like they make sure that all the systems are still working. So it looks good to me. That's really what their their main job is is uh, to Homer Simpson type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be there when the buttons start flashing and then fix it. Now, a systems engineer is someone who is like able to not just work on the software, but also work on the hardware mm-hmm. and also can build a system from nothing. So yeah. they're much more valuable. Lenny and Carl. <laughs> Smithers. Smithers is not any of those. I know. Smithers a, Smithers is kind of a systems a administrator. Yes he's more of a he's more of a sysadmin. Um but actually as Snowden would be he would go and do both of those jobs before he defects to being a whistleblower. Now, uh, one thing he says that I fucking love is that he said, uh, he's talking about how as a systems guy in any capacity, your main responsibility is asking questions about the technology to find their issues so you can fix those issues before they become problems, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Just like constantly questioning. And he said, over the course of my career it became increasingly difficult for me to ask these questions about technologies I was responsible for and not about my own country. Mm -hmm. Because obviously if your entire job is questioning the system, it's not that big of a leap to go and be like, well, why would my country make a system that does something like this? What's the purpose of having this? Like, what are we trying to get? Why are they tracking down everyone who bought a Tickle Me Elmo? Oh, well, that's because that was uh, Al-Qaeda. I knew it. Al-Qaeda made Tickle Me Elmo. Tickle Me Elmo did 9-11. No, 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 no. It was just part of the planning process. Oh, my God, those sons of bitches. I know. It distracted us by being so fucking cute. Furbies were an inside job. <laughs> Furbies were annoying. Um, you always had to feed them. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you you always had to touch their tongue. Yeah, yeah, they're like, feed me, and then you like put your finger in their mouth, and they start chomping on your finger. Oh, you're supposed to put your finger in their mouth. Technically, they gave you a spoon when you first got it. I so just shoved like, my dick in their mouth. Why is your dick that thin? I was a little kid. My question doesn't change. <laughs> <laughs> their mouth only opened like four centimeters. <laughs> yeah, it's a big boy. I was, mommy always said I was a big boy. All right, you micro penis fuck. You're like, oh, you're a big boy. I'm like, you're gonna big boy with small peen. You're gonna please a a very short woman one day. <laughs> she could see the future. Um, but yeah, so by the time that Snowden actually joined the intelligence community, it wasn't working the same way that it was when his parents were uh, public servants, right? They because had computers now. Well, not even that. It's that a bunch of government employees are sworn to protect the Constitution and American interests, right? What is the Constitution? Uh, it's a really old document that still makes sense today for some reason. Okay. Yeah. A, uh, bunch of, a bunch of old people wrote it like 300 years ago? Yeah, and it was really well written. Okay. It like did not need a reboot. Okay. So we just kept tacking things on the end. Well, we got to protect it. But so he said that the government was actually full of transient workers whose patriotism was incentivized by a better paycheck and for whom the federal government was less the ultimate authority than the ultimate client. And this is still one of the main issues with how our government is currently functioning. 
is, contractors. Exactly. Okay. Is that we have 2.1 million federal employees. It's a lot of people. It is. 2.1 million. But it's more there's about 4.2 million federal contractors. So twice as many people don't work for the government than do. Yes. Okay. Twice as many people work for the government without having to adhere to their rules or judgments or well that's the thing is that they, yeah they're they're not sworn to anything outside of their own best interests sworn to the dollar that and, green money yeah and the companies use the government to keep getting bigger and bigger paychecks right mm-hmm. now of those 4.2 million uh contractors that is that includes the black water for hire mercenaries who uh, changed their name to G Services after they keep, they're they keep changing it. They do, yeah. They change it to G Services because for because they're they're employees, they're mercenaries. Yeah, they had uh, that kind of that incident in fucking was it Kuwait or? Uh, uh, well, they killed fourteen civilians <laughs> yeah, in Iraq. A, yeah, with a bus bomb or something. Yeah, and then they changed their name to uh, Academy. Because mm. a bunch of private investors bought the company. Uh, and nothing. then there's also uh, CACI and Titan, who we talked about lightly without naming them in the Torture Report episode. Yeah. Because there's a, they're the ones who supplied the four hire contractors to do the torturing. Ah, uh, the psychiatrists. Yeah. They're like, ah, we need some psychopaths. How much does it cost? That's uh, gonna cost you guys, the government oof, at uh, eighty million. Yeah, let's just uh, let's just spitball a number. Yeah. Uh, eight million. They're like toss a zero on there. Yeah, throw a zero. What, what are you doing? <laughs> They're like zero point eight million. No, no, other way, other way, other way. <laughs> Come on, what are we gonna have a budget fucking torture? Like, no, I want I want the whole thing. I want everything to work out. Yeah, and then they still use like shitty pieces of plywood. Yeah, and like. <laughs> Uh, like the fucking jugs of water that you can get for a dollar at the store. Like, at least give some puree. I like, know, right? At least use Purell. Yeah, Purell. Just waterboarding that, people and yeah. fucking hand sanitizer. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Oh, You'd have God. to use like 10 drops. You wouldn't need to use 10 buckets. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Just stop. It burns my eyes. Well, we don't know how to get it out. Put more in. Maybe it'll flush the rest out. Do the anal one. No, not in my ass. Not in my ass. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Oh, my God. Pure alcohol. in your ass? Pure alcohol condensed into a thick liquid form. Mm. It's like somebody coming fire in your asshole. Uh, dragon sex is what I like to call it. <laughs> the fact that you have a term for it is very concerning. But They uh, sell dragon dildos that... Uh, well, we'll talk about something. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get back to Snowden, all right? Because this this was a big thing for Snowden. He actually was so honestly concerned is that there was that the one of the documents that he ended up leaking to reporters. Yeah, uh, was the 2013 Black Budget, which was a classified budget showing that over 68 percent of the money that was dedicated to the intelligence community was specifically there for paying contractors that weren't notated on the books. Mm. Um, I think it was something about like uh, like $52 billion. Jesus. How do we become a black site? 
Well, Let's get off the books. <laughs> we're already off the books for the government's purposes, but well, Wild Wasteland Headquarters is now funded by a contractor of the government. Yeah, man. I would I would love to be a government contractor. It's a very easy life as long as you can like continually tell them that you're doing things that save American lives. Dude, we're trying to save American lives here. Every week we give you the best Wild Wasteland podcast there is. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing, is contractors are not counted as employees. So the agencies can have as many as they can afford. And when they can't afford any more, all they have to do is beg the government, you know, the ones who print all of the money. Yeah, that government? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they need more money to uh, defend our freedom. And there you go. Here's more billions. Here's more billions. We don't need to know what it's for. Protecting American lives. So uh, Snowden eventually gets a job, and he's at this brand new Center for Advanced Study of Language, or uh, CASL, mm. which, as it turns out, wasn't even open yet. <laughs> his, uh. his job was actually, because uh, the, the building they were constructing for that office wasn't done being built. He was sitting at a construction site overnight. Just basically watching paint dry and, you know, tossing drywall off the roof and watching it go boom. He was very bored. It seems like a fun time. And there was one computer he was allowed to use. And so he made a resume and added all of his levels of clearance on it and then started going to job fairs because he was like, fuck this. I'm wasting my life just sitting here. Can you imagine? An empty construction site getting yeah. paid $35,000 a year. What a waste. A I lot would, of people would take that job in a heartbeat, though. I would fucking do that all day long. I know, right? That'd be fun, throwing drywall off the top of a building. I mean, eventually you can't throw all the drywall off, otherwise yeah. they're going to start to notice. Just ask the government for more money. <laughs> Our drywall budget's through the roof. We don't know what happened. Well, it keeps going off the roof. Oh, no. I played myself into that one. Damn it. But so uh, in the book, he actually admits that he didn't even have a complete list of the companies that he's bounced back and forth from, mainly because his most up-to-date resume is now locked up by the FBI mm. since when he you know, left the country in 2013. They confiscated everything. Yeah. But we do know that it started with uh, BAE Systems, uh, which he was working for. Basis. Yep. They're a really massive company. Yeah. Um, but he was employed by Cosmo, not the magazine, this other- uh, Oh, the drink. Sure. Uh, but they were all working for the CAA. Oh. Because that's the thing about contractors is it doesn't really matter- who is paying you? Your job is for whoever you're working for, which is usually one of the major agencies. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things he discusses is the fact that when he became a whistleblower, he knew they were going to use that as like a, oh, he couldn't hold a steady job. Look, he bounced from this one to that one. Or like, oh, he was a former Dell employee. Exactly. He was never working for the government. Because he technically, at this point, was not working for the government. Yeah. He was technically working for Cosmo, who was working for BAE, who was working for the CIA. Yeah, enough enough loose ends here to, to justify some type of smear campaign. Yeah. Now, 
He described his first meeting with his manager, his first and only meeting with his manager, yeah. where they set his salary. Because he was making $35,000 a year at CASL. Yeah. And so when he went to Cosmo, he was like, well, I'm going to be using computers now, so might as well ask for like $50,000 a year. That's a, good, that's a good computer budget. Yeah. And the interviewer actually talked him into a $62,000 a year salary. Uh, I guess I'll take it. Yeah. He was like, uh, I want 50. The guy's like, how about 60? He was like, what? Um, sure. He was like, how about 62? Uh, okay. I'm not really saying don't give me more. How about 89,000? Well, because it... The companies, you know, can have basically unlimited money, so it's in everyone's best interest to keep their salaries high. Yeah. I mean, everyone except for the American taxpayer, but who who's asking them, you know? What, are you going to work on the private or not, the not funded by the government sector? Public? <laughs> Whatever. Private? Private. Is, aren't contractors private, though? Technically, but they're working for the public sector. This is very confusing. It is very confusing. Um, actually, it's kind of funny, though, because right now in Chicago, mm-hmm. there are 60,000 Amazon employees. 60,000. From around the world. So in, in Chicago? In or? Chicago, because they're having their, their meeting of what's called AWS, which is Amazon Worldwide Public Sector. No, it's Amazon Web Service. We use AWS. No, it's not. Their AWS convention is Amazon Worldwide Public Sector. The, the Amazon named their their World Center. Wait, wouldn't it be AWC? Public Sector? Amazon Web Center? World Center? It's their Amazon Worldwide Public Sector Conference oh. is AWS. This now, is so confusing. <laughs> that is a bunch of, it's 60,000 employees from around the world who work with local governments, federal governments, state governments, and they do all the cloud computing for them. Yeah. And they do a lot of like their systems and their data, their data, you know, uh, extrapolation from whatever their fucking bulk process of amassing data is. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about Snowden. With one of the Amazon guys, and I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. you might not like this, but I just finished reading a permanent record, and he was like, and his the guy's wife was like, oh yeah, you know that Snowden, I don't really know much about him. The guy was like, well, he's a thief, he gave up American secrets, and he should be in jail, but he's hiding in Russia. I was like, we we stripped him of his passport as he was trying to move from Hong Kong to like Belize, and he got stuck in Russia. Yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, well, I mean, if he wanted his passport back, he'd just come back to America. I was like, so we could put him in jail? He's like, yeah, he 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 gave up American secrets, which is the fucking dumbest thing in the world that, like, it is illegal to tell the public that the government is acting illegally. <laughs> yeah. Which, the thing is, that it's not illegal. There is literally a process for whistleblowing. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why they shouldn't be put in jail is because... Oh, my God. Never mind. This, well, is, this is a different sidetrack. We'll get yeah. to that in the next episode. But Yeah. When you uh, when you start your political podcast, then you can get on your soapbox and dean it all why over. Why does everyone assume that everyone has enough soap that they order it in box form? Well, it's a term for uh, when people... Used to stand on soapboxes uh, soap. in public squares and scream <laughs> at the heavens. Ah, ah. 
The end is nigh. Everything's over. Yeah, that's a soapbox. I'm not going to be like, maybe I should just get a soapbox and stand in the middle of fucking Chicago screaming at people. And I'll be like, sorry, let me get off my soapbox real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, let me get off. I'm trying to be accurate here with my sayings. It's going to be you and a... So Snowden is employed by Cosmo, but is actually working for the CIA. Okay? Yeah. We got that set? Yeah. You've mentioned this a few times. Yeah, but you seem confused. Well, I'm confused about one thing. Which is? Why were you talking to a guy from Amazon Web Service? (sighs) It's not Web Service. Oh, my God. I could smack you if you weren't too far. There's so many things. There's a fucking forest in between us. I can't. And also, it. could you get us a cheaper rate on our on our website? Probably not. This guy did not seem to enjoy me. <laughs> so it's he, just like when I was like questioning the FBI agent about <laughs> Iran Contra. I don't know why. When I meet these people, I ask them about the most like sensitive topics I could think of. Well, because this is the nature of your your being. I know. This is asking this is why we're best friends. Ex head of the FBI. I'm like so. Do you feel bad that you guys lost like 78% of all the uh, Contra fighters you brought to the States to train to fight? He was like, note that I'm not responding. I was like, it's noted. (laughs) Note that I'm still continuing. Note that your name is on the list. Hey, we talk about fucking CIA shit all the time on this thing. We're already on a list. Okay, buddy. I know. I don't need your pathetic starter list. We're on the top of some list. I know. I don't need to sign up for PETA. Okay. <laughs> I'm already on a list. Yeah. You know that uh that like CIA headquarter building they show in every movie? Yeah, and um was that in, in Langley? Langley, yeah. Yep, Langley, Virginia. That's actually known in reality that's that's known as OHB. It's old headquarters building. They're very specific about what they call things. <laughs> yeah, like that's the old one. We got a new one that you don't even know about. Guess what it's called? New headquarters building. <laughs> You're right, sir. What it's the fuck? NHB, the new headquarters building. No, it's called the NWA. <laughs> that one's still in Compton. Oh. Never got out. Now, uh, so Snowden was actually working at NHB. Okay. Um, is this Now, who has the Pentagon? The Pentagon? The Pentagon is a shared is space between like a lot of different military okay. headquarters. Is and, it five-sided because like one is CIA, one is Navy, one is Army, one is Air Force, and the other one's FBI. No, the CIA is actually. I mean, the 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 Pentagon's a very interesting building. It has five sides. Most it, buildings have four. It has twice the amount of bathrooms as it does employees, because it was made during segregation. <laughs> so it still has oh God. enough bathrooms to have all of their black employees. Not use the white bathrooms. It's weird that they even hired black people. I didn't even imagine that they well, would. Well, I mean, if dude, they're... if they had spies, those are the great spies. Like, no one's going to guess that a black dude was a spy back then, right? Like, I like uh, if you go to the Pentagon, it's like there's like two bathrooms right next to each other, and you can kind of vaguely see it says colored. Blacks only. <laughs> it says colored above one. <laughs> yeah. It's just like painted white, but you can still see it embossed a little bit. You're taking a tour, and they're like, why are there so many water fountains and bathrooms? And they're like, well, this was a different time. uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) We didn't want to do reconstruction, even after that whole half of the building blew up. Oh, yeah, from a missile. Sure. Um, But so at the NHB is where they did his indoctrination, which is like basically the, the 
it's literally called indoc, but it's what they do for um like a boot camp but for intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where it's they for, break you down and rebuild you. And they do separate ones for government contractors and they do for government employees. The government contractor one is Less basically No, it's way more. They're like, "You guys are the elite. You are special and you've been cho- you've been chosen to be privy to all the secrets and mysteries of the state. Things that Congress and the courts just can't handle." That's what you're here for. I feel like this is should how we should start every podcast here. Well, you, you just you just inspired me to listen. That you're the elite, that you are special. Dude, I love that. No, everybody listening here, you're the elite, you're special. You're what's you're what makes America great again, dude. I don't know when America ever stopped being great, but they can all fuck off. Um being great continues. Now what this does, it breeds a primary allegiance or like a tribalistic way of viewing the world. Where you and your coworkers are yeah. not beholden to the laws of the land. Well, why would you? You're a contract for the U.S. government. Dude. Exactly. Your allegiance is to the agency that employs you. Ah, where my money comes from. That's where my loyalty lies. Even though it's not for contracting, it's not what who pays you, it's who employs you. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm working for the CIA, but Dell is paying me. <laughs> Um, now the rest of the indoc is the basics, you know, deny everything. Don't yeah. talk about work. Don't tell yeah. people who you work for. Yeah. Classic. And the whole presentation ends with a slideshow of people who are in prison for either being a mole or a defector or traitors or just incompetent at their positions. Or just, yeah. Just like, oh yeah. Uh, this is completely off the, off what we were talking about. But here's this uh, video of all these people that we sent to prison forever that are just Oh, gone. it's not off topic. They're like, listen, you are the elite. You are chosen. You're special to be privy to this information. And look what the fuck is going to happen to you if you become any one of these fuckers. Have you ever heard of them? No, because they're in a black site and you'll never hear from them again. But I thought I was special. And the fun thing is that... Uh, Snowden's picture is most likely on the indoc at this oh, point. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, he's he's the fuck. He they have a fifteen minute uh, class about him. Probably. Don't blow any whistles. Don't be like this man. He obviously hates America. They always got like they photoshopped him like eating a cake or something. Like look at how fat and gross he is. So now we have to take. This is going to be one of the more uh, in depth parts of information. So I'm sorry, but there's a little side note that. From the foundation of the CIA yeah. up till about 2004, the director of the CIA was effectively di- the director of all American intelligence. Basically, everything was run by the CIA. Insane. I know. This is, and the thing this is, is that- This is more power than the fucking president. Yeah. And it was all this one guy, George Tennant. Uh, now, he was forced out as director and replaced by this guy, Porter Goss- who then broke the CIA into five directorates trying to basically like calm down the totalitarian style of yeah. intelligence <laughs> gathering they were doing. <laughs> where it was like, anything that's coming in or out of this country comes to me. He's like, I, no, I'm going to split that up. That seems ridiculous. I am the decider. So now there is uh, the director of operations uh, or the D-O-P. DO. No, just D.O. They're no. very simple with their with their acronyms. So the director of operations is the DO. 
and he's in charge of the actual spying. Okay. Uh The director of intelligence or the DI uh, is responsible for synthesizing and analyzing the results of that spying. Is this Lee Lai Lai Lo or something? L.A. Do Re Mi Fa So La Ti Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. Okay. Uh, the director of science and technology oh. or the DST, uh, <laughs> they're the ones who supply computers, communication devices, uh, and they make new weapons for spies and they show them how to use it. So basically, like, you remember Q from James Bond? Yeah. That is the DST. It's kind of like this. Not at all. They developed the spirit box to talk to ghosts. If they did, we wouldn't own one. Well, this is the crappy. They have like a real one. Oh, okay. through they all have, the FM channels. They have one that like they just turn it on. They're like, excuse me, ghosts. And the ghosts are like, yeah, we're still here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? Uh, you then have the director of administration or the DA uh, who coordinates the daily business of the agency and is the government liaison. They're the one who, like, if someone has an issue with yeah. intelligence, they go to the DA. Because the DO and the DI have way more shit to be doing. <laughs> Can't uh, just be talking to doe or die. And then finally, you have the director of support, or the DS, which included everyone who works for the agency in a support capacity. So, contractors. Yeah, so from the majority of the agency's technologists and medical doctors to the personnel in the cafeteria and the gyms, the yeah, guards the, at the gate. The DMs, the DCs, the DEIs, the DRs. Uh, so the DS's function was to manage the global communications infrastructure and making sure that everyone's work from the field and the NHB all were working and got to the people they needed to go to. Seems like they have the hardest nut to turn. They really do. And that's why Snowden's team was working under the DS. And their main job was to maintain the CIA's Washington Metro server architecture. It's like the physical servers they have in the D.C. metro area. Um, And even though they have other servers around the country, the most important servers that they own are kept on site. Okay. Now, half of them are in the NHB. The other half are in the OHB. Oh, no. Langley? That's where all the goofballs are at. Well, they're only like half a mile apart, the (laughs) OHB and the NHB. And there's actually an underground tunnel that connects the two. Classic CIA. I know. It's and like the f- 1960s fucking James Bond or something. Well, this is very 1960s. The fact that they set up their servers on opposite sides of the buildings. Mm. So like in the OHB, they're on the west side. On the NHB, they're on the eastern side. That way, they if like one building or like half of the building gets blown up, yeah, they still have the servers. Okay. Because they're like, what's the chances that people are going to blow up opposite halves of two <laughs> separate buildings? It's insane. Insanity. And basically, they're trying to make sure that like they won't lose every machine they own. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Now, because of his clearance levels with the TSSCI, Snowden had to monitor and read certain compartments. Okay? So, SIGINT, or Signals Intelligence, or right. Intercepted Communication... It was one of the things he had to look at. Uh, H-U-M-I-N-T, humant, which is human intel. Oh, okay. Or basically the the, the work done by the spies in the field that are then sent back. Yeah, like humans got this intel. Exactly. Like Dean told me 
really a fan of Red Bull. Now, on top of all that, he also had to read into ComSec, which is communications security, which is basically intercepted communications. Yeah. On top of what SIGINT does. Um, now, ComSec is cryptographic key material. Right. To break that down, effectively, you have to have the actual cipher to get you have to get their actual code to get into this cryptic material. Ah. And the codes are considered to be the most important agency secrets because you have to use that code to find out the other secrets. Yeah. But Snowden's team had access to nearly every single server in the American intelligence community. Oh, without having to know the cryptic password. Yeah, he had this login style because he was able to fix all the systems he had to be able to get into every system you know what the, his password was one, one it, it was two ad, it was three three it four was, it was admin four. with a capital a yeah probably like admin now this guy i mean when he when we get to the next episode and it's talking about him actually like making sure that he wasn't being tracked when he's blowing a whistle yeah, cracking all the eggs dude he like you know how like encryption is done by like certain amount of digits and it's yeah. like it's like X bit encryption, seventeen digits or sixteen digits of varying, uh, yeah. yeah, random thing. He does like two hundred fifty eight <laughs> digit encryptions. Yeah, if you're a Star Trek fan, um, it's when data data uh, goes nuts and takes over the whole uh, uh, enterprise, and they're like, uh, "What's the password?" And he has, and he goes on for like ten minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it's He's literally like, like that. But echo one three eight four echo echo echo. But he he actually takes the code. He takes his encryption key and sends different parts to different people. Ah, it's pretty interesting what he does. Um, but we'll get to that. So after getting a handle on these systems, this is how I am when I watch porn. Though I like encrypt it and I send it off to different people. I'm just like yeah, you yeah. get the you get the first five minutes. You get the second. You get the money shot at the end. Yeah. You get just the story. Yeah. So, like, nobody knows the full thing. Yeah. Someone's like, why is a plumber coming? Well, you'll find out. If you ever talk to Dean, you'll find <laughs> out. Um. So, after getting a handle on all the systems, Snowden transferred to the night shift because he's smart. Less oversight. Not that. It's just less, less work to be done, I guess. Yeah. But... Really, on night shift, he's doing 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Classic night shift. Uh, and the agency is basically empty. That's pretty dope. And so he has one coworker who Snowden... He doesn't use the guy's real name. He just calls him Frank. Now, Frank Dabatelli. Frank really reminds me a lot of you, Michael. <laughs> insane? No. Oh. Not insane. Insane in the time he's in because he's so set in the time he's from, if that makes sense. I get it. He was a 50-something ex-Navy radio operator who admits that he basically knows nothing about computers. I ain't know much about it, but you kids like him. Like, the guy spends most of his days, like, reading books, working out in the gym, eating in the cafeteria, playing solitaire with an actual deck of cards instead of playing on a computer. This guy is getting a lot of stuff done. And on our deck, text dollar. Well, no, it's so funny because if there's ever like an issue at night, Frank would just 
write it down and report it to the AM shift when he's about to leave. And he's like, hey, guys, you got to fix that. <laughs> this guy's awesome. I know, right? This is this is me. He called uh, contracting the third biggest scam in Washington after income tax in Congress. This guy is awesome. I love him. Frank, Frank is one of my favorite characters in Frank the whole book. might be the hero of this whole thing. Well, so after about a chapter of describing Frank and all of his little nuances... It turns out that Frank was actually on the night shift for one very particular reason. Mm. Is that every night he would have to go to the server vault. So he has to go down like 30 floors into the basement. Yeah. On uh, the west wing. And then he had, there was one computer. Yeah. Very like early 90s, late 80s computer. Yeah, green screen. No, actually computer. the monitor was broken. Oh, <laughs> It's so fucking old and they don't want to fix it. But his job was going, so there was a big safe right next to it. Got to dangle with it a little bit. And he uh, would open the safe and would go to the computer and pop out a physical tape. Mm. Replace that physical tape with a new tape and start it again. Uh, VHS or beta. Well, that's the thing is that once he puts the new tape in, like, the guy has it memorized, like, down, 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 shift, 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 tab, tab, two, enter. <laughs> and then the whole thing starts clicking and whirring. And I don't need no fucking screen. Computers. It turns out that his job is the most important in the entire fucking agency. Because <laughs> every night, Frank changes the proprietary tape system, which backs up the entire server system of the American intelligence community. <laughs> Frank? Physically. Frank is the only the, he, he is the only one protecting the backups of everything that the intelligence community has done in the last forever. It's not the only backups. It's the only one they care about. Oh, so because it's, it's the physical most backups. Yeah, it's it's literally until like cloud computing and everything comes along. This is even the most. with cloud computing, they still do this because the the American the the IC does not trust. Their servers, they don't tr trust the technology, they don't trust that they can keep any of it digitally. Well, you don't know this, but I do this all the time with the podcast. As you, you I have, physically record it? I have tapes upon tapes of just like reels of all of our podcasts in the basement of of, uh, of the of this uh, trailer, of the bunker. Makes sense. Because well, I don't is, trust technology. Yeah. The the intelligence community spends billions and trillions of dollars every year making better and more secure technology to save all of their shit onto. Yeah. But they still have Frank making sure that everything is physically recorded on tape. How many... Have you ever had a hard drive that failed on you? No. I had two. I don't trust technology. Sounds like you're bad at hard driving. Uh, it's... I didn't... <laughs> It's uh, just in there. What do you mean? I don't know. Down Once in a while, I would pee on it a little. It oh, like, that's, you got to keep it lubed. Keep it sanitized. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want any bacteria getting in there. So uh, so Snowden, he's like 20-something at this time. He figured out how to write uh, coding scripts to automate most of his work. Yeah, HTML. Because that's what coders do is they try and hack the system and make it so that they can do less physical work and have the automated systems do what they're supposed to be doing. Trying to eliminate American jobs is what how I would call it, but sure. And so uh, he gets bored and gets, you know, because he has unfiltered access to all of the vaults, yeah. which is what I use to find shit for this 
podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But mine is filtered because I'm he coming has from unfiltered. He has unfiltered access to all the vaults, so obviously he searches through and looks for what everyone looks for: aliens and 9/11. He's like, this would make a good podcast. And uh, here's a quote for you, and I'm so sorry, but he says, for the record, as far as I could tell, aliens have never contacted Earth, or at least they haven't contacted U.S. intelligence. He goes, uh, also, yes, man did land on the moon, climate change is real, and and chemtrails are not a thing. See, this is all, this is... You you can't even trust the truth teller. Why can't I trust him? He literally went through the unfiltered system. This man found reports that he wasn't supposed to see, and he couldn't find shit on aliens or chemtrails. Well, the CIA just doesn't know about it, okay? All the other ones know about it, but the CIA doesn't. Or maybe they have it on a special... Uh, well, what's it called? The new headquarters? Oh, the NHB has a certain yeah, vault no, that he an couldn't N- get? NHB. There's a new, new headquarters somewhere else. It would be like the RNHB. They're yeah. really new. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's looking at Area 51. They don't even notice Area 52. <laughs> if they were numbered like that, that'd be a really shitty system. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's like, oh, going from Eastwood to Westwood, we're just going to number them upward. <laughs> That's what they did the highways. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um. So obviously, after a while. Yeah. He gets bored again. He does get bored, yeah. Because he's like, there's no aliens, there's no 9-11, there's chemtrails. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck am I doing here just hanging out with Frank? Was there any porn? Let me look for porn. Not yet. We'll get to the porn in the <laughs> next episode. Oh, great. But he actually uh, did what was considered to be unthinkable at the time. He went from being a contractor to be to being a government employee. What an idiot. Or as they call them, govies. <laughs> yeah. And this is actually where Snowden officially swears an oath. He swears an oath of loyalty to the U.S. Constitution. So if he never jo- if he never got a job with the government, he wouldn't technically be a whistleblower, right, or something? Technically he would if he still went through the governmental systems of whistleblowing, but he would never have actually had to swear an oath of loyalty. Mm-hmm. Now, they, they swear to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign or domestic. Yeah. Which is what all government employees do. You have to. Which is like the big push of uh, Pelosi for this fucking impeachment, is that she's like, he swore to uphold the Constitution, and he is now a domestic enemy of the Constitution. Mailmen have more responsibility than the president right now. They do. Well, they have a lot of responsibility all the time. They have to swear the oath, too. They do. They're federal employees. They can't just, like, give the mail to Allah. No. Even if he does who Akbar. (laughs) Um, But so, in the next episode, because this is pretty pretty intense. um, Yeah, you you already, uh, with all that jargon, you already fried my brain. I know, I know. You're talking about... All those acronyms. And in, when he becomes a government employee is when we start really getting into the systems that he's building and using. Yeah. So in our next episode, we're going to tell you a little bit more about, I mean, really, we're going to finish it up, but the the next episode is where shit really starts hitting the fan. Cause well, because up to this building. point, up to this point, Snowden has joined the army, left the army. Yeah. Joined the contracting force of the government 
and now he is leaving the contracting force of the government. To give you the rest of the history in a nutshell, he goes from being a government employee to being a contractor again, and then he leaves the government entirely, leaves our country, goes to Hong Kong, gets stuck in Russia. But we'll get to that next time, all right, people? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I, I am too. I fucking, this guy is the best. Without him, I don't think I would want to do this job anymore. Exactly. So uh, if you are listening, Mr. Uh, Edward Snowden. Which just, he may uh, be, because uh, I hear that he does like listening to the stuff that talks about him. Well, I hope so. That's what everyone wants to hear is about them. But and uh, if, if you want to uh, reach out, oh yeah, I'll be here. I'm what's looking e- for your carrier what, pigeon. What's the email again? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Is it? You forgot your own email. I always forget my own email. Uh, if you want to, li- if you want to read along uh, with us, uh, the uh, the book is uh, Edward Snowden's uh, uh, permanent record. Permanent record. If you buy a copy, all the money goes to the government. Yeah, yeah. It's- so buy it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, why not? Right. AWS. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be seriously pissed off when they start hearing this thing, though. Oh, yeah, no, they're gonna yeah, Amazon might take us off their <laughs> if they do servers. Well, that's the issue with cloud computing, right? Is that cloud computing, like nobody fucking reads the whole terms and conditions. How can you? It's eight hundred pages long. I have things to do. I need to go get my sex bot. But technically, when you upload something to a cloud. Yeah. You no longer own that thing. Yeah, especially if it's in the cloud. It's owned by the company that owns that cloud. And it might rain. Now, they can if they don't like what you're doing, they can delete your access to it. They can delete it from their cloud, but they won't actually delete it fully. They'll just delete the part of it that you can see and they'll keep it in their cloud. What the fuck? Because they own it. So, we'll get to cloud computing next time cuz Snowden does a lot with the government's ability to use cloud computing. Yeah. Um, by making a thing that we that is called Heartbeat. Now, Heartbeat, we'll get to. It's very, very interesting, and it's super in-depth. So I want to give us our brains a little time to to leak out some of this knowledge fluid. I think yeah. that's how it works when you sleep. Exactly. Listen to this podcast two or three or four times. Or don't. You might need to. You might have missed something. Share it with your grandparents. Boomers love us. No, they yeah, they really do. Old people love us. They really do. It's just because I have a sweet smile. And I talk to them like how they talk to each other. And he talks to them like how adults talk to babies. <laughs> oh, you're so cute with your oh, man. Oh, my cute. goodness. Oh, you know, this little button. Who's got the cute little button? Nobody told me that a princess is coming today. Oh, I, my goodness. I, thanks for listening, you fuckers. Yeah, remember, uh, stay vigilant, stay wild, and... Uh, Tune in next time so we can actually figure out why this man decided to leave America. Dun dun dun. Wow, that was a that's quite the cliffhanger. I know, right? Intense. Yeah, mainly because he left while living in Hawaii. <sighs> How could you leave? He was working underneath a pineapple farm. We'll we'll get to it. We'll get All right. to it. All right. Have a good week and uh try not to die. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Oh.